0: We're
1: live. All right. All right. Great. woo Woo We're live. Format. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you're watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight. Please join us in the chat room. Participate with others as they watch the show. The link to the chat room is on the geocachtalk.com front page. If you are listening later, Please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so you can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness. Big thanks to Trail Bugs for the music and our featured patrons, F.S. Sabero, Geo Rick, Cash Addict Mel, Geocaching Janji, Sir Drumolat, Janice, Tricassius, Tom Frey and Heltinen, Ruggles, and Ruggles is in Australia. He and his wife headed to Australia, so good for them. Get some traveling in. And EGK PBR and our new patrons, Hoffer 15, H2 SG2, Bember, the Happy Ho Tick Magnet, canterlopes GSMX2, BKQG family. It's, it's all their names. Uh, uh, so they, all four of their initials. So that's their. One. And then and then uh, dog mom of two. So if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coin. I can see what I'm doing now. There we go. I got this new, we got this new setup. So I got to figure out how to, you got to, to figure out where the easy. camera is, right?
0: <laughs> you, know, you know why I don't have mine? Why don't you have it? Where is it? Because it is already packed in my luggage. Oh, yeah. For we'll my trip to Hawaii.
2: Going to
0: Hawaii. I know. That's, that's right. Yeah. Leaving in the morning. Actually, Let's we're going see. to California, catching a Rockies game in California, then heading out to then Hawaii. Going. Yeah. Wow. Which is where I'll be live next Sunday. So. I'm jealous. Yes, you are. Yes. I'm uh, very, very yes. happy.
2: Yes, you are.
0: I even heard uh, that uh, Cash is down there, so I may have to check that out. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs>
2: Which island are you going to?
0: Uh, Wahoo. Nice. Oldest yeah. one is there. A bunch of caches. It's going to be great. All right.
2: How long are you going?
0: <laughs> Gary's so mad. Uh, <laughs> it. Give
2: us all We're going to the be details. there for a yes, full please.
0: seven days. So I'm going to have time to do caching. There's a, there's a hike down there. I really want to do uh, a bunch of seafood and then a bunch of laziness, a bunch of just laying on the beach, come back super red.
2: <laughs> well, on, on Thursday, I'm going to New York to see my family. And cool. every time, every time I'm out there, we go every year for like July 4th for a few days, mm-hmm. and I get to go fishing with my brother out on out in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh wow! So, so he has a, he has a regular day job, but he also runs charters, and he's a really good Southern Long Island fisherman. So we go out and we catch monster striped bass and. You know he likes to leave the dock at at five a.m., which for a oh. a West Coast person it really does feel like two a.m. It
0: but it's it's
2: worth it. It's just you know, good good family time. And we get to do some fishing and and relaxing as well. So it looks like uh, me and Jesse are going to have a real good week coming up. That's and right.
0: uh
1: I'll be at work. Thanks. I'll, Gary's
0: okay. had a wild week, so he's he's he'll take quiet. Yeah, yeah he did. Over. Yeah, no <laughs> so storms, those.
2: cars. What, what else? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, but, but you're okay. That's what counts.
1: I am. Um, yeah, it it made my day, Brian, that you you sent a note. You're like, hey, I'm glad you're okay. Everything's fine. It's like, Brian Ross sent me a note. I love it. Um,
0: you made my it day. Is buddy. An interesting way to lose a travel bug, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, can you give me a replacement for my travel bug? <laughs> we,
2: we could probably oh. arrange something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, too much you. trouble. All right, sweet. Uh, all right. Um, if you'd
1: like to become a patron, head on over to Patreon.com. So let's get started. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse.
0: Good evening. Uh, I wish I knew how to say it in Hawaiian, but I can't, so. Okay, that's okay. <laughs>
1: let's, so let's jump right, just right into show 154 for July, for July, June 23rd. So you guys got me all messed up. It's y'all's <laughs> You're no welcome. I'm kidding. And thank you. As we welcome Brian Roth back to the show. Welcome back to Geocache Talk.
2: It's good to be back. Thank you guys for having me once again. Um, excited! Excited to chat with everybody.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about tonight. Tons but first, stuff. but first, we have an announcement, and Brian's going to kind of give us uh, the I latest have. on this announcement. So take it away, Brian.
2: I have to switch screen so I could read it. Yeah, okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, geocachers of the world, Mingo Madness is happening
0: Woo-hoo! May second,
2: May second, twenty twenty. Geocachers Woo-hoo! from around the world will descend on Colby, Kansas to celebrate the oldest act of geocaching in the world as part of the 20th anniversary, the beginning of geocaching. The event is now live, and the GC is GC-88-VIAZIN-VICTOR-6-VICTOR. Mark, you will attend, and let's celebrate at the Oasis on the Plains. Uh, Keep up with the latest at mingo2020.com.
0: Yeah.
2: So
1: what's funny, Brian, is um, doing some uh, investigating on... This location here, I'll get off solo. Uh, back to conversation. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, near Mingo is this town called Colby, which I, we most of us probably just miss it. Mingo, you, know, you, just, you, know, you kind of, I was rolling to Denver. I was going to 14er, and Susan and I stopped and got Mingo and we kept going. But then I heard, you know, well, where we're going to have this event because we could have the event at Mingo, but it's kind of like you're out. You know, you're on the side of the road and, well, I mean, you're off the highway, but still, it's like, but they're like, no, no, we can have it at Colby. And so we started, there's discussions with, you know, we've got a place in Colby, uh, uh, a cool building community center that they're going to have, they've got for us. Indoor event, Got to can't miss an indoor event, that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, But doing some investigating, Colby, Kansas calls themselves the Oasis of the Plains. So, uh, so place
2: sounds great I mean yeah. it's
1: kind of cool to have a little like slogan for your town you know and so they've got palm trees in their town so and they have a water park so we're going to try to get them to open the water park I
0: mean, everybody thinks palm trees when you think of Kansas so
1: right <laughs> so it's kind of funny <laughs> I, uh, I, I kind of like their humor about it
2: so. I normally think of the Royals and Garmin. When I think of yeah, Kansas, there that's right. Garmin. There right. go. That's right. Exactly. But anyway. But, but now so. palm trees and and mango, of course.
0: And Mingo. yeah, Mingo. <laughs> so, uh, so and the cool. largest gopher in the or yeah, largest what is it? Prairie dog in the world is the largest there? prairie dog. Is it really in Kansas? Yep. It's a statue, heard, but it's there. Yeah. So I heard they don't tell so you that before you pull off the highway, but it is.
1: I heard that the highest point in kansas that somebody put a where i go some some crazy person put a where i go at the highest i mean i'm sure you have to climb is it do you need special gear to get the highest point in
0: kansas it, it is it's it, a peak it's it's uh sunflower peak that's the highest point in kansas is it really called a sunflower Peak? sunflower Peak is what it's called 230 foot elevation
1: because it's almost in colorado i know it's crazy but anyway so jesse put a where i go there
2: Oh, that's the some crazy person. I that's got the it. well, yeah, whatever I refer to yeah. him. Some crazy nice person. Nice job. Nice job. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, let's get into tonight's discussions.
2: Uh, actually oops. before before we do, since yeah. we were talking about Mingo, sure, I, yeah. I figured something out literally this past week that I hadn't thought about in many years. And mm-hmm. it's I, I think it's an interesting fact, particularly because it it's it involves me. But you ready for this? Yeah. The first the first cache ever placed in mexico oh it was placed that was placed by me gc120 oh, G, wow. G, G, i didn't even i didn't even realize it but i was like just looking back at old caches and i'm like gc120 right. i'm like that has to be really early and i looked at the date right. and it was i want to say it was like december 24th or 25th in the year 2000 and i was on vacation down there it was only found once I had no idea what I was doing to be, to be quite honest. I I was staying at a, at a hotel that was sort of near the beach. And I walked down the beach, maybe a, a mile or two and put the cash like up in the dunes. And <clears throat> I think I broke a couple of rules with it because first of all, it was a vacation cash, but we didn't have rules against <laughs> vacation caches at the time. Secondly, mm-hmm. I put a bottle of rum there because I didn't know anything.
0: <laughs> right. And, and, well, and as it know, turns out, it, the rules are, no, you yeah. know. Back yeah. there's a reason rules came into place right right exactly, exactly. you made a few brian. of them
2: <laughs> yeah brian did that. so it was <laughs> it was found by a ryan air pilot who was staying at a similar hotel and he Ooh. just wrote one log and then soon after it was it was missing and archived and jeremy archived it but first cash <laughs> one fine <laughs> GC 120. What one fine! I, I, I looked at it and I, I sent a message, a Slack message to John Stanley because he's the data guy and he'll know. And I was like, can you tell me like first cash in Mexico, was it this one? Right. And he said, yeah, it was. So there you go. <laughs> That's it's pretty cool. cool. That's a cool wow.
0: stat something to I, have. something yeah. I didn't know about
2: myself. That is a cool stat. I know. First cash in any country. Like who would have thought? It's long since been archived because I didn't do a good job, but it was still – Still means something.
1: It means something there's, exactly.
0: Not that this is a stat that you would, unless you just happen to know this, but there can't be that many countries left without any caches, are there? I mean, besides like North Korea, I got that North, one. Yeah, <laughs> North I mean, Korea.
2: North Korea. I think that there's some countries in like the African, you know, mm-hmm. in Africa mm-hmm. that don't that don't have caches,
1: huh. but I really don't yeah.
2: know for sure. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, hmm. there can't be that yeah. many. There's, it's caching is so it's. I mean it's covered the whole globe. I guess there's a few pockets of places that just aren't safe, oh, yeah.
2: but just a few. That's or pretty or crazy. yeah, just not a lot of technology or not a lot of people who are into geocaching.
1: All the way down in Antarctica there's even caches. It's crazy. So Many. Many.
2: Many. Yeah. Uh, yeah we okay. have a, uh, a a former lackey, a former guy who used to work on our IT team. Uh mm-hmm. he left to to move to Canada. Probably a couple of years ago now, and I just saw him. He came to visit us at at HQ, maybe two three months ago. Mm-hmm. He is going. I think he's spending a full year at the McMurdo Station down in Antarctica. Oh, seriously! There. Wow. Yeah, seriously. And That's and that cool. was. I don't know if it's the first cash in Antarctica, but one of the first ones that I ever heard about was yeah. near, near the McMurdo Station in Antarctica. Wow. So awesome. I, I said, you know, send this picture from Ground Zero. And you right. gotta. he's like, I'm definitely going to log it. I'm like, all right, let's see. Good. Prove it.
1: Good. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so first topic uh, we're going to get into tonight, mystery at the museum from July 11th to August 11th. So I got to tell you, from our perspective, Brian, there's a lot of buzz and a lot of interest and a lot of excitement. I mean, not that there isn't. Not that there hasn't been with some of the other ones, but I think this is really cool. Uh, the idea that you can place clues within different caches and kind of you know it's very first, intriguing
0: already. Yeah,
1: yeah. When I first heard about this, I thought there's a lot of cool. I mean, it really opens up a lot of things because you've got the you've got the database. You have all the caches that are out there and you can kind Mm of, you know, you can kind of play with what's available on a cache. And so it's like, wow, this is really cool. You can, you know, I'm sure that there was a lot of buzz and a lot of talk about the idea of hiding and making a mystery
2: kind of within a cache. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. So we, you know, we talk about it in terms of, they're like digital game pieces and right. you can associate them with a the cache. And the cool thing is, you're you're not limited by cache size. You're not limited by right. cache type. So there can be a, mm-hmm. a digital game piece in a, a micro cache. There can be a digital game piece in an event cache. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, first of all, the a lot of people at HQ have w- done a tremendous amount of work to put this together. And it's been a really cool exercise in cross-team collaboration because there's web team work, there's marketing team work, there's mobile team work, API team, um, you know, product delivery teams working on it. There's just been a lot of planning that goes into it because not only is it a promotion, but we're essentially like unlocking this new type of functionality. And mm-hmm. the goal is to see like, hey, do people like it? Does this does this work? Does it do what it's supposed to do? Right. Um, but the, just the creativity that's gone into some of it. I mean, you guys have seen the HQ TV, um, mm-hmm. sort of pseudo commercials <laughs> that we did, right. you know, two teasers and that, uh, you know, Jennifer and Chris are both former news reporters. So they I brought know. a level of authenticity exactly. to it. And, you know, it's, it's funny, but that whole background, you know, it looks like it's in a news studio or whatever. That's just in one of our conference room using like some kind of graphical, you know, background. Right. And the a lot of people did a lot of really good work. And I know that so many folks at at HQ are excited just to launch it. And A, we hope it, you know, goes well and everything works according to plan, but we really hope people appreciate it and that it's a, a new way of getting people to go out and play. And, you know, one of the big considerations for us was just from a data perspective, how do we set it up so that everybody, regardless of membership type, but literally everybody can go and find all of the things that they need to find to play, to participate and ideally complete the promotion without, you know, some extraordinary amount of work that makes it impossible. So I, I, I'm really excited about the work that the data team has done just to sort Mm -hmm. of select the cash distribution and how the pieces are distributed and, you know, it's a lot of people doing a lot of work, and it's it's going live in, in you yeah. know, just a few weeks. So we're July excited. 11. Yeah. July 11th.
0: People in the chat room have definitely seen it because they're talking about the reporter's name that was on the thing. Key <laughs> <Gino laughs> Oh, oh <it>
2: Yeah. <laughs> those were, you know, those were all surprises to me. When I saw that it's video cool. for the first time, Great. I first of all, I watched it more than a few times because, you know, the T. Gomer Museum, Gia Korn. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at the little ticker across the bottom, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like uh, they reference a dog named Gabby who happens to be Jennifer's dog. And it was just a lot of funny little, you know, things Mm -hmm. to to delight people. And, And it certainly delighted us internally. And, you know, our hope is that people just get excited about it and check it out and, if it gets, you know, gives people another aspect of geocaching to go out and enjoy, then that's a huge win for us. And, you know, it's very well aligned with what we're trying to do. So I'm -hmm. I'm super excited.
0: Well, it It, seems like it's really bringing a lot of things together too, because you've got the Mystery of the Museum is already in the app, ready and waiting. You know, you can't start, there's a timer in there. And -hmm. the video promotions ahead of time and high quality video promotions ahead of time. Yes. That all builds the excitement. And, you know, like, you know, I already, of course, I immediately went to the app and was like tapped on the, you know, hey, is there anything in there? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it's Not like, yeah, I have 15 Not days good. and nine hours. Yeah. So it's the building. That, and I think the only, and it really wouldn't apply to this one, but the the leaderboard doesn't really apply to this one. But I mean, you're bringing in every, every aspect of the new stuff that y'all been experimenting with. And there's a lot of buzz about it. So that's pretty good.
2: Good. Yeah. You know, that, that's the way it should be. You know, we're one of the things that we try and do as a company is we're trying to get better. You know, we're trying to get stronger. We want to do a better job. You know, our, our mission of inspiring and enabling discovery, exploration, and adventure is mm-hmm. something that, you know, we can't just rest on what we did last year or what we did 10 years ago. So how can we push the envelope? How can we try new things? And, you know, we we go into these things. And one of the phrases that we use all pretty frequently is like, hey, this might not work. It might not work, but we're still going to try it. And we're yeah. going to put our best effort, and if it does work, well, then we've got some other ideas of what we can do with this functionality that <clears throat> can entertain more people, give people more of a reason to get off their couch and go outside. So mm-hmm. we're working on it. <clears throat> this one will be the culmination <laughs> of quite a bit of work. And, yeah, it seems like it. There's a, there's a lot of excitement. Uh, is there any information
0: about what keeps getting asked in the chat room, and this may not be anything you can even mention yet, but is there any information about how the caches will be picked as far as where the digital souvenirs, or is that something that's kind of behind the scenes that can't be said?
2: Um, I, I think really what I said earlier is it's it's chosen so that nobody has to travel too far to actually be able to find you know a certain number of them. Right. Um, right. and then I think as it gets into the higher levels, it may get a little bit progressively harder, but mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing that, um, it's nothing that the overwhelming majority of geocachers cannot do if they're willing to put in some effort. You know, this isn't, we've done in the past, some of the leaderboard promotions where it's like, go find X number of caches. And mm-hmm. that's, <clears throat> that's something where, you know, people go out and they're like, all right, you know, I solved this in three hours. They just went, did a crazy power trail and they're like, all right, promotion is done. What's next? (laughs)
1: Uh, the goal was the
2: goal, the goal was not to make it that easy and not to say that people won't go out and make do a monumental effort and work through it. But (laughs) it's, but it's something that meant that is meant to not just engage people for a day or a couple of days, but we've got a month long period and it's just meant to be fun and like Hey, go experience this, go play with it, see what you think about the functionality. And if, if folks like it, then, then we know it's another tool like leaderboard that we can roll out to deliver new style promotions and things like that.
0: Well, I think it's gotta be challenging too, for, from y'all's perspective, because no matter what promotion you put out, even if you try to have a graduated scale, it doesn't matter how extreme you put something out, somebody will go out and max it out immediately. Because people do extreme stuff, They're, you know. Most people don't do that extreme stuff, but you know, y- to have a scale that's not impossible for people, somebody's going to be able to max it out in a day. They'll like sleep in their car for five days. You know, people do a lot of weird stuff, but uh,
2: <laughs> and, and you know something—that's that's, that's <laughs> that, the that's the that beauty guy, of this. <laughs> do it, listen. That that's the that is the beauty of this community. Is that look mm-hmm. if you're that type of person. Go get after it. I want to see yeah. who who's going to finish it first. Somebody wants to be that mm-hmm. person. And, sure. you know, people all over the world, there's enough people who are going to say, you know, hey, let's get our, our crew together. Let's go out and we'll get it done, you know, that right. night. One of the cool things to note is that, and maybe this was in the the blog, sort of the informational blog, is that, mm-hmm. you know, if the two of you guys are looking at the app and you're looking at the same cache, that cash will have the same digital game piece for both of you Mm -hmm. so if you're doing this as a team and you say you know it's not sort of mix and match based on the person they're they're going to be set at the beginning of the game that's cool and 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 there's also functionality not that we really want it but one of the thoughts is like what if somebody says like oh i don't want my cash to be part of this promotion like for me i i i don't i don't understand why they would but we went, we built functionality. If somebody wants to opt out, they can go, you know, right to our CE team and we'll we'll take their cash out of it. I'm I don't expect a lot of those things. <laughs> right. But 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 it's one of the ways that like the team really thought through how can mm-hmm. we how can we do this the right way and give ourselves the latitude so that we don't want to upset anybody and, and we know that like no matter <laughs> what kind of promotion we do, there's somebody right. out there that's gonna be pissed off. Some crazy so works, yeah. <laughs> how much how much can we do to mitigate that? And, and in this particular case, I think a lot of work has gone into it. Uh, there's been a lot of teams, again, cross-team collaboration and just testing it and trying to figure out are there bugs? What are we going to find? And you know, as much as we can test it um, at our scale and get a lot of people in the company looking at it until you put it out to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, yeah. um, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it works. Works, but we've got a high degree of confidence that everything's going to work. And if it doesn't, you know, we've got the whole team ready to go yeah. and, and ready to just keep it moving forward.
1: Yeah. So one of the things I want to mention tonight also is that when we get through uh, with some of our topics tonight, we are going to do sort of a little bit of a QA. and a So if you have questions for Brian or for us, um, kind of remember that. And what we'll do is we'll be able now with this new uh, new setup that we have that I can highlight a comment, and we can discuss that comment. So, um, for example, here's one we will talk about. The Houston, Texas Day wants a GeoCatch Talk patron <laughs> leaderboard. But the cool thing is with this new technology is we can talk about uh, a particular question. So if you have a question, uh, we'll get to those questions uh, a little bit later once we've gone through some of our topics tonight. So get those questions ready, and I'll let you know when we get to the, the Q&A uh, part of the show. So, you know,
2: something that's interesting, yeah. just while that question is out there, yeah. Um, I believe that we actually have the functionality available where we could give you guys access to group functionality where mm-hmm. you could create a private group oh, cool. that would have, that would have its own leaderboard. And here's something oh, like yes. after this show, at some point awesome. next week, yeah. reach out to me and, and let's see if we can make that happen because okay. You know, it's 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 been built. Uh, We have a number of use cases that I think we'd like to test it for. But this this sounds like a good one to me, and I I think that's a great question. If we can make that happen, that would be really that'd be really interesting. And we'd love to be. I I I, may (laughs) I may be wrong, but I don't think so. And I I think what what it entails is that you would actually not just have a leaderboard where you could designate all of the people in the group that would get to see that leaderboard. Mm-hmm. But I believe that you may have the functionality so that on a weekly or monthly basis, you could change the point values of different things. So you could say this month's, oh you know, you know, <laughs> this month's group is, right. you know, we're going for, you know, T, T3s are the only things that count or right. events count for 10 points. Something counts for it, I think that we have that. If we don't okay. have it, we could have we it. We won't eventually. hold it to you, right? But but that I do is think what you what people think, have
0: been dreaming about with your leaderboard. I'm telling you now. Okay, me too.
2: Me too. <laughs> <Right>. So okay, <laughs> I th- I think we can make that happen. So okay, let's, cool. Let's talk about it oh, all time awesome. next week. Awesome. Great. Good Man. question.
1: Be incredible. See what you did, Houston, Texas,
2: Dave. You did great. We picked so. a good example question.
1: Good example. Absolutely. So all right, let's talk about virtuals 2.0 for a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm not very happy at all. I think it's a lousy idea. <laughs> <laughs> stinks.
0: And I think it's and great. Up
1: that. And uh, I want to talk to the president. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, just, just having fun with you. Uh, no, I'm excited. I really am. And um, uh, I guess let people know because we've got, ironically, of the two co hosts, one of us did, one of us didn't. And mm-hmm. I think that, as you can imagine, uh, people out in the that, that watch the show or watching right now i'm sure you've got we've got some that did Some we do some have a mix of them. some
0: that got him and some. you have a mix
1: so i guess confirm again for everybody that you just didn't pick you know jesse because he's good looking and all that you had a you <laughs> had like a real an
2: actual something that y'all did correct that, that you you did it the correct way go ahead brian tell people what y'all it, did. it's true so so i'd like to think we learned some lessons last time um you know last mm-hmm. time we we put it out and i th- i think we referred to people as top hiders and you know it it yeah. was the the algorithm that we used to to choose those people i could say it's top hiders based on one definition but by other mm-hmm. a number of other definitions that that's really not a fair thing to say and so right. You know, we tried to clarify that, and obviously, we pissed people off. Um, People were very happy. There's a lot of new virtuals out there, which I think is the biggest win in all of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But this time, what we did was we said, okay, what have we learned? How can we do it better? We created a series of minimum criteria uh, that just designates that, like, Hey, you're a good cash hunter. You care about cash hiding. Uh, you're an active player. So we had assigned some virtual credits to people who you know basically stopped geocaching a year before. and it was like, oh, that's that's sort of a waste because they don't even want it. Um, this time, what we did was we created the minimum criteria. We mm-hmm. sent emails out, you know we did what we could to tell the community, hey, if you are, if you meet these criteria and you're interested in a virtual, um, fill out this form and then we took all of the entries and we did a random drawing, but it was, it was random, but with some regard for geographic distribution. So what we wanted to do was make sure that just because you were, you know, if you're in a really small country compared to like the United States of America, it wouldn't be fair if the U S got all of them and like, Oh, sorry, you know, the odds are you're not going to get any anyway. So we sort of made sure that, Um, a certain number of entries from each country would get randomly chosen as well. Mm -hmm. So it was random. You know, I've, I've spoken to friends of mine that are really good cash hiders who were like, you know, (laughs) in one person, in fact, I'll I'll tell you this dialogue because I found it to be um, Mm -hmm. it was comforting, but it it was also awesome. This is a friend of mine who lives in Munich and, you know, he basically said he got one. And we've known each other for many years. He didn't get one the first time, so he got one this time. If you got one the first time, you didn't get one this time because we wanted to right. make sense. it a little more fair. Yeah. So, so he said to me, he said, "I got one." And you know, you said it was random, right? And I was like, "Yeah, it was random." I said, "I got to tell you," I said, "Not only did I not help anybody um, <laughs> to get them because right. look, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be yeah. right." I mean, like, of of course yeah. we're not going to do it. I said, but. But knowing you as a cash, as a cash owner and as a player, you wouldn't want my help. You you want to earn it the fair. Way. And he's like, absolutely. He mm-hmm. said, I would be disappointed if I knew that I didn't get it fairly. Which I yeah. think is is, you know, there's people out there who are like, oh man, you know, I've tried twice now, or I've I've tried once right. and I didn't get selected the first time. And, you know, I've got this great place and I hope somebody else doesn't take it. You know, my I, I think what we would like to see is that if this continues to work, I think we continue to have the opportunity to do it again at some point um, and, and just get more of a distribution because what's cool is that by awarding these, you know, to individual players who have demonstrated interest, um, I think we're getting a really good caliber, high caliber of virtuals created, which that's a huge win for the whole community. It's a win for the, for the hiders. It's a win for the community. It's a win for us because it makes for a better experience. So it's, uh, it's, it's been really fun. And I, I have to give credit to our, our director of community, uh, Cindy, who is Frau Potter, who has really spearheaded this and then her team and the data team and the engineering team. Again, it's a lot of teams working together to try and deliver something that's, that's really fun. And I think as a company, we're going to look for more ways to do things like that.
1: Yeah. You know, we, uh, we actually had on our website, Brian, uh, kept up for a while the, like the first 20 we, we put them on the website and we have a, a link uh, based from project GC. we've got a link that's actually still out there if you want to go see and it's got uh, all the latest all the all the virtuals that are they're that newer uh, but what I think is cool is that um, the ones that we heard about we've, we've had discussion Jesse uh, was had a group that um, he was is familiar with that did one they and they did kind of cool deal. What did they do, Jesse? They did it at the four corners uh, of the monument of the Yeah four,
0: there's one four in states. each so in each state there's you know at the four corners there's yeah, one sure. in each, so there's it's four corners. different states
2: four different states one
0: you know federal area so they allowed it in and you couldn't have one before then. Right. And so uh get, yeah so it's mm-hmm. four states and four virtuals within like four
1: virtuals you can be involved in getting
0: so yeah neat. That's that's a pretty just, neat one.
2: Need yeah, ideas. I mean, something special for the community to go do, right. you know, it'll yeah. be a, we, we talk about, and I think I've mentioned it before, but like we talk mm-hmm. about story worthy moments. Yes. Like how do we as a community create mm-hmm. story worthy moments for other members of the community doing something like that? It's like, you right. could say I logged four virtuals at the four corners. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. something that people will, will go out of their way and say, I want to go do that one. I want to, I want to be able to say I did it. And that's. Yeah. That's really neat. And
1: and they they do work perfectly for um, those situations where you can't put a container, you know, you can't put a cache, you know, well, you know, you can't put a traditional or anything like mm-hmm. that. So there are times where I think it fits. It, it does. It fits perfectly. So um, there have been a lot of cool virtuals over the years. I've, I've kind of tracked those in a book. Yeah. I've found or,
0: a – I read that book, I think.
1: You read that book. but. Uh, <laughs> You know, those are the kind of cool things, like you're talking about, Brian, that are um, memorable. And I think that even in our, in Jesse and I's discussions and some of the shows we've done, we've talked about that, that it's okay. It's nice to have, you know, Joe, you know, this random cash in this little spot, but what could we do? And I think I've noticed also that we've started to see a lot more uh, thinking about.
2: That's much higher time,
1: quality, much higher quality. I think we really have. And I think you guys have really worked hard to promote and to contribute uh, in various ways from from your side of it. Also, um, you know, like you said, it's a team effort. So we've got people uh, we've got uh, WV Tim, who's doing all those crazy cool caches in West Virginia um uh, we've got um i know i think he's in the, the chat room bounce bounce who's up your direction oh yeah he's in room.
2: He's, he's got some some really great stuff yeah he, uh he sh- he showed up uh with goblin dust at at hq a few weeks back and right. he brought one of the puzzles that he was working on and oh man like like lackeys were just coming in and out of the visitor's center trying to solve it. I, <laughs> I worked on it. I had a, a co-conspirator, the, uh, the senior product manager who was working on the adventurous platform. He was in there right. with me and I was like, you got to meet bounce bounce. You got to meet goblin dust. Like these are right. some of the premier cash hiders in the Pacific Northwest and just look at what they're doing with creativity. And it was hard to solve. I have to say mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of work, uh, but it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, they brought a couple of them down to Geo Woodstock, and that's the first I'd ever seen them in person. Those those you know containers, and oh my gosh, that's just the creativity blows my mind with with something like that.
2: Yeah, he did yeah. one at uh, Bounce Bounce. Did one at Geo Coin Fest when it was out in mm, yeah. Yeah. it Yeah, Simon says where there were you know four four buttons, and and each mm-hmm. person had a button, and you got to the table, and you had to get through a certain number of sequences. But depending on who you were paired with, it got pretty hard because it only takes one person to mess up, up. Over here. That's And it's awesome. like I'm, I'm ripping my ripping Dang my it. hair out trying to get that. But, but eventually, it's like no, 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 don't, don't hit it. No, but no, 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 no. So yeah, We worked it out. It was it was really a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, talking about quality, I think this uh, and you know fairness and everything else, y'all are doing a great job on this virtuals. Yeah. How you're spreading them out and. And we know, Gary and I know, we've talked about this many times, just like whether it's a mega event or anything else, there's no way to make 100% of people happy. But y'all are doing a good job of getting no, quality. And They're I'm happy. People... I didn't get
1: one. But I'm oh, a yeah, pitch. absolutely. Because you know what? It, it just means there's there's others out there that I
0: I will be able to find. So. Well, and, you know, if you know you're not going to get one again, <laughs> you're if you only get a chance to get one, you're going to put it out of high quality. You're not just no, going to throw right. that no, out that's there. True. And,
1: yeah, Jesse is off the list, right, Brian? That's it. No 3.0. <laughs> For now. You're, just get one. Oh, listen yeah. to that. Oh, my gosh, that's terrible. Um, um, right.
0: But also, the uh, you know somebody mentioned in the chat room, so I'll bring it up. They said, you know, I hope one gets in my area. And y'all did yeah. a good job. I thought it was really cool. I think Chris, I right. heard it first from Chris about, you know, they're going to try to spread it out. Yeah. But you still can't control where they are. I've got one. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to be in my county or Colorado, my state even, right? right. So even okay. if you gave one to every state, that doesn't mean it's gonna be one in every state. So you can only control so much of it.
2: Exactly. But, we can only right. do so
0: much.
1: But more than likely you'll end up at a cool place that you want to go. I
0: mean because if you're only getting one, you're gonna do that one really. You want to put really it in a cool place, yeah. Exactly.
2: I've I've heard of people putting him in some really you know, it's what's interesting is talk to somebody that got a virtual, you know, mm-hmm. particularly this time with the opt-in. And and people, you know, it, it's almost like you know, in, in a in a very different form, of course. But like, yeah. you buy you buy a lottery ticket, and mm-hmm. you know the odds are. You know, lottery is a tax on people who can't do math. Like, you know, you're not going to win. <laughs> right. But for that moment, like, you're right. gonna you're gonna think about like, I oh, gotta try you know, all the great all the great things that you're gonna do with it. Right. But this is much different scale, much better odds. Right. So all of a sudden, it's like people are getting it. It's like, yes, you know, I had this plan. I want to do something special. So. You know that's something where people are are excited they get to make this sort of virtual dream come true, and then the community gets to benefit from all the effort, all the creativity and all the care that's mm. going into hiding these new caches and For us, you know the a focus on cash quality is something that I think you will see more of from us as a company in the coming year and years. Uh, I think we you know uh the most recent promotion that we had cash carnival having yeah. uh, extra points for caches that are highly favored and yeah. you know cash owners getting acknowledged for the work that they do. Yes. That was that big. was something where just just saying cash quality is important. Mm-hmm. And and we want to do everything that we can to inspire people to create better caches. And and really I think there's some things that we're gonna that we're gonna have to start doing when there are caches that are languishing or where there's cachers where mm-hmm. you know somebody put it out and they're they're not playing anymore. They haven't been involved right. in the game for years. And how do we right. find that balance? I think is something that we're going to work through. Um, just again to make it make it a better experience.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. So we're stacking up the questions, Gary, in the chat. Yeah, I know. I I'm trying to keep that. up with them all. I'll just let you know.
1: All right. Let's 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 jump to Adventure Labs.
0: Good, because that's um, a bunch of them right there. <laughs> There's a lot great. of questions.
1: Yeah. And so, actually, um, let's hit a couple of
0: comments if we would. Um, question so UDAC has some pretty good ones about as you're looking through those yeah um, i saw that you want to do that one
1: okay question for brian uh, i thought more people my, I, I thought more people in my area we were awarded this cash but only one popped up will more be released and when will the app
2: nor be beta and
0: I, mean, I think not everybody that got them okay did so them the like virtuals too first yeah
2: correct correct mm-hmm. not not everybody that got them put them out Um, The second thing is this past week we released another 250 credits. So there's more out there. Um, There's a possibility we may go a step further with those credits, but right now what we're trying to do is again, test it. Um, We are at the same time that we're putting them in the hands of creators to go build experiences. We are working on the functionality. We just added, I think last Monday, Uh, maybe the previous week, I think it was last Monday, we released a sort of a ratings widget. So Mm -hmm. now when you finish an adventure, you can rate it one to five. And then anybody who goes and looks at an adventure can see, oh, you know, this one is a four out of five and, and 13 people have, have submitted a a review. And, you know, again, it's about how do we incentivize quality? How do we reward quality quality? there's still a lot of work that we need to do on that app to get it to the point where I think we'll be comfortable saying that it's out of beta. The cool right. thing is right now it's playable. People are building incredible experiences. It's, oh, yeah. it's amazing. You know, I just, I spent some time this past week um, with, with some folks that are on the uh, adventure lab product delivery team, watching, uh, checking out uh, Joshua Johnson got a credit. For adventure mm-hmm. life again, all yeah. random, but but sure, the guy the guy certainly deserves it, and then he went yeah. out and created this cool video about yeah. you know the the tour of Prince locations yeah. in Minnesota. Like right. for me, I having seen that, like I want to go do it, right? Of but that's the video. I know, me too. But but not only do I want to go do it, you know, we have to be able to give better tools to the community so that you know if I go do it. I want to be able to tell Joshua what I thought of it and say, Hey, hey, this is not just a one to five rating. I want to do, you know, how else can I give feedback? And and what we're trying to do with the adventure lab application is we're trying not to limit ourselves to sort of the rules and forms of interaction that are involved with core geocaching. What we're trying to look at is, Hey, we've got this new app, this relatively new platform that is Mm -hmm. well tied to core geocaching, but Is there another way we can do this? Is there a better way we can do it? So the teams are going to be doing testing and we're going to be trying new things and seeing what works and what doesn't work and ideally moving forward with the things that resonate better. Um, So it, it may be a while before it's out of beta, but what I can say is that in the coming months, and, and ideally well beyond that, we will be working to make a better platform for people to create, share, and play these types of experiences. And in doing so, we want to get people off their couch. We want to get people outside. Yeah. It's the same. It's just like geocaching, except that now we've got another way to play. We've got multimedia. We've got triggers. We right. have um, you know linear and nonlinear experiences. So yeah, that, that's right. where it's at today um the team's hard at work i i uh had a meeting with the the head engineer the lead engineer on that team this afternoon cool. um, just cool. just to get together and talk about some of the fun things that we're planning on doing and it's it's uh, you know we've we've got big aspirations for it um the, the mm-hmm. cool thing is it's free to create them and it's free to play them and i think right. that uh let, let people go out and build fun things. So 250 more credits this week. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's probably, I I think some people will go out and create them relatively quickly. Some people are going to take their time. Um, But what it means is that directory is going to continue to fill up with fun experiences. Ideally they get, you know, there's some people for whom it's like, Oh, I can't do this. It's a hundred miles away. Um, Ideally, we start to uh, decrease the the distance that people have to travel to do a fun one, and and even more so, give them reasons to travel for some of the really really good ones that are that are being. Built. Oh yeah,
1: yeah we we, uh, we got to we got to do some really cool ones uh, at Jew Woodstock recently, and uh, somebody came up with a great idea, and that was um, it was called Fort Worth Noir, and they put. The adventure labs at all the different um, neon light, because there's a bunch of neon lights in yeah. downtown Fort Worth. And so, uh, and they actually had one that they gave you the instructions for it. And what you did was oh, yeah. they have like an, uh, a video, uh, a visitor bureau board, interactive board where you touch the board and it gives you information. And the adventure lab had you go to the visitor board and click on this giant screen, like touch, touch screen outside, you know, and so you go, you click on the, the, the board and you get information off of their visitor board to add to the, to the adventure lab. So you yeah, had that was to, cool. to, to get the completion of the adventure lab. It's like, Oh my gosh, think of all the cool, you know, people are really being creative and thinking of these little different ways to incorporate, like you said, it makes, you know, it, I mean, it meant, It was enough memorable for me to, you know, that that's the memorable one that we did. We did several of them, but that was one that really came up, I guess, as
2: a, you know, very memorable. And that's kind of the idea, I think, is really. Great. Hopefully, we're going to see a lot more of that. And I know Mm -hmm. we're looking at ways um, in the app just to visualize, like, where they all are. You know, you look at it right now. That's a long directory to scroll through, um, Mm -hmm. like a map view. Where you can go and just look at all the dots, mm-hmm. um, that that could be pretty awesome. I know the team's looking at that, and there's there's some other ideas that are in the hopper that we're going to consider.
0: Yeah. So, so to, to summarize, that was actually one of the big questions that was the map and be yeah. able to see and search and everything else. Oh, the map. Yeah. That, yeah. Summarize that some of the I other questions. It's currently in beta, and y'all are building it. Will it ever be integrated yeah, into like? cache count or into the geocaching map like when everybody goes to the regular geocaching map or is it always going to be a separate thing or is that still up in the air sort of it's uh
2: i mean it's integrated in the overall fine count um the the statistics integration i think can be better um i don't know when that's going to happen i would imagine we'll get to it at some point it's not the Mm. highest priority right now right right, um and then in, in terms of when will we get to see a map I'm not sure how soon that's going to happen. I I, okay. I think it is, you know, I look, looked at a deck last week that's like a phase one, phase two, phase three deck of things that the team is talking about working on. It is a lot of work that they're talking about undertaking. They've got big aspirations for the platform. I think that yep. um, the maps thing is, I may... I don't think I'm wrong about this. I think it's in phase one. So I would expect that to be a higher priority. And, and, you know, sometimes soon, whatever soon means, but um, Mm -hmm. maybe in the next few months, we'll have a map if not sooner, hopefully it's really soon, but I I don't know for sure.
1: Yeah. And Albedo 0.3 mentioned that you go to project GC, you kind of get a lab cash find off of project GC, but, and Tom had to bring this up. So we had to to talk about it real fast, but, so, at Project GC, they had at, G, at Geo Woodstock. Um, they had Signal riding around in a NASCAR. I don't know if you saw the picture of this, Brian, but because they had an event, which is cool, that we're able to you know, find ways for geocaching, you know, to be exposed to other um, things like you know, like this NASCAR out at the Texas Motor Speedway. And so they had people riding the cars, and uh, we had to Signal in one of the. They have like limos uh, that ride around in the track on the track, hundred and whatever miles per hour it was, Brian. But anyway, there was pictures of Signal in there going around the track.
2: Really? So, so I saw one yeah. <laughs> one picture of Signal at NASCAR. I think I saw it on Facebook, uh, where it looked right. like he was in <laughs> sort of in the pit area. But I certainly, yeah, I, I yeah, certainly yeah. didn't see him going a hundred miles an hour. That's pretty That's awesome.
0: There actually is a video cool. out there. So if, if, a video uh, out there.
2: If you guys know where it is, just message me. I'll send it to you. i would love to yeah. see yeah. it. Of course yeah. that that may yeah, be yeah. the that may be the fastest <laughs> signal in, uh, in history. Ever fastest <laughs> frog ever. Uh, all right, cool. Well, let's. Hour, switch gears man. again. Fastest okay. frog ever,
1: man. All right, so. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about 20th. We already mentioned about Mingo Madness. Um, I think we're already up to, I don't know how many. We got to go look at CMA We've already got a lot of Tins already, so this is going to be cool. Uh, but that's an example, and um, uh, there's several events next year, and there's going to be, it's going to be cool. People are going to have to kind of like, pick, that's the neat thing. They're going to pick and choose what they want to go to because there's going to be a lot of great events. But you guys are throwing a party, kind of, um, sort of. I wouldn't say like block party, but I'm going to let you kind of talk about um, the 20th anniversary uh, party in Seattle. And um, tell people – I'll give some details as we're – pardon me, as we're uh, at the sure, Seattle. I
2: can, I can give you some basics. So Seattle Center? All right. Yeah. So, so yeah. we really don't know how many people are going to show up to a 20th anniversary celebration. Um, so, so our, our, our sense was that we couldn't use the plaza behind our office again, you know, even when we had say, you know, somewhere between three and 5,000, it got pretty crowded. So while it's possible that maybe we'll get, you know, 5,000 people, I think mm-hmm. it's also possible that maybe we'll get 10,000 people. Some, some folks had, had speculated even more than that. And yeah. I guess we'll we'll know a little bit better as it gets closer. Yeah. So it's sure. Saturday, Saturday, August fifteenth. One of the things we did was we we kind of rented out a big part of the Seattle Center. So we've got sure. uh, the Fisher Plaza, uh, Fisher Pavilion sort of area. Um, mm-hmm. It's got the International Fountain. Um, you know, it's the area where the Space Needle is, where the oh, cool. uh, what is it? In the in Museum of, of Rock and Roll. So it's it's a yeah. very big tourist destination for people coming to Seattle mm-hmm. already. So the, the amenities are there. There's restaurants. There's a, a lot of hotels in walking distance. Um, good public transportation. The monorail is there. So people could take the monorail downtown if they want to go to Pike's Market and things mm-hmm. like that. It's really yeah. a nice central area within the city of Seattle that we felt would be great. Uh, We're working with an event planner who happens to be the event planner that uh, managed our most recent few block parties. Once we stopped doing block parties, she went off on her own and created another event planning company, but she's back. You know, she knows geocaching. She knows signal. Um, She built the adventure lab down in Astoria, Oregon, that we did for the Goonies, 30th anniversary and, oh, and
1: neat.
2: super creative, super talented. Um, so it's, I think the time is 10 to five. Um, Although that may change, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. And if I am not mistaken, and again, I don't think I'm mistaken. Uh, I think the cash page goes live sometime tomorrow. Oh, neat. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's awesome. Yeah. So
2: they there, you know, a lot of the details have yet to be filled in because oh, we've got, sure little bit over a year to go. Um, But the, the goal and one of the ways that we're thinking about it at headquarters is how can we work with the community to give a gift to the community? And it's something where you know we're gonna we're gonna talk with the, the Washington State Geocaching Association, who's gonna have their uh, going ape the next day. We I work know, with the, the Land Sharks folks to to get Geo Woodstock close by. We work with the Geo Woodstock organi- organization committee so that we could kind of change how Geo Woodstock is done because it's traditionally July Fourth or Memorial Day, and we know you know after talking some you know that Joe GPS would be super excited about oh, you know yeah. having in a you know bookends with weekends where i mean right. come come to seattle because it's going to be come to the pacific northwest because between the 20th anniversary celebration the the going ape event all yeah. of the stuff that's invariably going to take place you know before that and in the week in the middle of them and then go up to canada and do geo woodstock it it could be, you know, a, a pretty amazing time. I'm, I'm super excited for it. And, and, you know, we've got a lot of work to do. Um, and I know that there's a number of, you know, even even folks like Bounce Bounce, we've talked to them and said, hey, you know, super creative person, like, how do you want to contribute this? Probably a few ways. And the goal is to say, you know, for Seattle and Abbotsford, you know, how do we welcome the global geocaching community to the Pacific Northwest? and, and show them a really good time. So that's, the plan. Um it'll be interesting to see how many folks actually show up. So I think the, you know, as I said, I, I'm pretty sure the cash page goes live tomorrow. And so we'll get some will attends, um, but eventually we'll have some sort of a registration site. It will be of course, free for geocachers to attend. And there'll probably be coins and shirts and other merch that you could pre-order and, and things like that. Um, we're sort of just getting started on those details. So we have a little bit of time, but I suspect it's going to be here before we know it. And I know, you know, we've spoken to folks from all over the world who are saying we will absolutely be in Seattle. So mm-hmm. come on out. It's it's going to be pretty wild and uh, yeah. it, it should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, we, we've uh, a wild, wild week, just a whole week long celebration.
2: Yes. No, nobody's going to sleep. I no. think for, for, for about 10 days straight right. it, should, it should be so you know and 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 for geocachers who can take the time and and certainly have the means to travel like that you know we want to honor them with a fun party and a, and a fun week and bring the community together and celebrate together the fact that it's it's going to be 20 years since this game started which is pretty unfathomable to think about that it's been that oh. long but but, you know, look at how far it's come. Look at, look at how many people's lives have been affected in a positive way since mm-hmm. May of 2000. My, myself included, you know, I know you guys, I know your, your audience members as well. Every one of them in some way has been positively affected by this game. And then, you know, to think about, hey, now, now we all get to celebrate 20 years and, and let's, let's keep it going for another 20 or 40 or 100 or, or whatever it's going to be.
1: Yeah, uh, we we'll would definitely uh, later on, Brian. We'll have to have you back and just kind of talk about the 20 years because there's a lot. Yeah, we we, we talked some about it, but I mean, I I think there's a I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of things I think that people would love to hear. When we did that, of course, first time we had you on, we talked about some of that, but just um, and we talked about some of that before the show that it really has had such a positive impact in people's lives and that that's been neat uh, I know you you you've gotten conversations with people and you know we've had emails from folks who have told us about how, how what geocaching is I mean it's hard to explain to somebody about this game sport hobby that mm-hmm. it, it affects them in such a way that um, it's hard to explain but you know we were talking about uh, and something I thought of when we talked about the different uh, celebrations we're going to we're having up in Seattle is the people that we get to see again. I mean, that's kind of the thing that's neat about these events is uh, uh, we have a friend, uh, Craig Michelle, lives in Australia. And he got to go to, he was in Cincinnati, gig of stock. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, we got to hang out. And um, But it's like sad. You know, he goes home. It's like, I may not see him again for who knows how long. But he's like, now I'm going to Seattle next year. It's like, all right, get the gang back together. Let's see everybody. Because that's the fun you know we have is going to events and seeing everybody. And that's Yeah, I love the, everything else.
2: But the, the people are the greatest part of this whole exactly. thing. The community are so. the, you know, this is a this is a community game. Mm-hmm. And it it it's it's the best part for me, absolutely. And the cool thing is you know, this is a time in sort of um the the development of humanity in, in general and like human progress where you don't just get to meet them one time, but even though you're gonna get to see him again between between that you get to see them on social media. You could FaceTime them and have instantaneous conversations. You really have the ability to stay in touch with your friends all over the world in a way that Ten, fifteen years ago, nobody had that. You know, our our kids are growing up in a world where communication with everybody in the world is now possible. I remember when it was like you couldn't make a a long distance call across the country because they're charging me five bucks a minute. My parents oh, yeah. are going to kill me. So you know, the kids
1: are like, "What's a long distance call?" It's like,
2: "Oh my gosh, you don't understand." They were long distance rates. You know, you call outside yeah. of your area code, and you don't oh, yeah, more. Yeah. And 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 so because that's changed. Yeah, that's something that has helped to enable the kind of community that we have. It's helped us to 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 create the bonds that really keep people together and communicating and caring and sharing. And that's that's the foundation and so much of the strength of what we get to share. That it's 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 almost like so many things had to come together in the right way to make what we're experiencing possible. And I think nobody really takes it for granted. We know better. And it's, it's, you know, we're, we're the fortunate beneficiaries. Like we stand on the shoulders of giants in so many ways and we get to appreciate this technology that not only gets us outside, but helps us develop a a social network that, that today can span the globe literally. And it's a real treat. And then, Hey, next year, we're going to get to see so many of those people, which is like, it's, you, you can't beat it. It's really a treat.
0: And it's instant friends. When you meet a cashier somewhere else, even somebody you've never met before, you're instant friends. You have a a huge part of your life that's in common, and it can be from any of the seven continents, right? I mean, it can be anywhere, and you instantly have a a new friend right there. So that's – you can't put a value on that. No. You can't put a dollar price on that.
2: It's priceless. You're absolutely right. It's priceless.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's do a little –
1: Questions in the the Q and A. Uh, go ahead and put in wherever you want, and um, I might, might
0: look it up. And I'll I'll touch it. on some of the other ones too. But uh, yeah, yeah,
1: like that one, Brian, where uh, uh, Charles Watkins, friend of ours, uh, he mentioned that He
2: reminded us that's where you he met Heidi, right? It is. You know, as I was saying, like yeah. this game changed my life. So it was GC 26 D six. November 18th, 2001. Yeah, you better somewhere. not forget that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's engraved, you know, it's hardwired right. in here. Sorry, man, it, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, it mm. was a day that, that changed my life. You know, I met Heidi and I met Dylan, who I've, you know, adopted. Now it's been, I don't know, 15, mm. 16 years ago, like I adopted him. And we've got Nicholas and we've got you know, we had our dog with us and now I have our other dog who's lying down on the carpet next to me right now. Um, But yeah, we, we met um, at a geocaching event. Uh, It was hosted by mountain bike. It was his first event. And you know, it's, uh, it's been great. We've been this, this August, we will have been married for 15 years. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks geocaching community for, for helping to put us together. Really.
0: Uh, we, uh, we don't have that same story, but it's funny when, uh, when the 20th year celebration was announced and Vancouver, mm-hmm. my wife and I were standing there, we were at Jill Woodstock and it's yeah. on our anniversary, our 22nd wedding anniversary. So we're like, sweet. We've got that plan for the year. Dude, <laughs> we know where we're going for
2: vacation. Or the, or the, or the anniversary. It's story. right in the middle
0: of the 22nd. So it's right there in the, that they're oh, no during that
2: week. week? Oh, so man. we get to
0: celebrate gets the gets- week with people from all over the world and 22nd anniversary. And it's. Been such of a part of our life for the last you know over a decade. It's it's uh it's great. So that's it's that's funny how it's just of an part anniversary of your life. Celebration. Yeah, really, people are coming out for us. They're not really coming out for the event, but you know, whatever. Of course. We'll,
2: well, we'll let you. you know, we that. figured we just bring a lot of people to Seattle to celebrate your 22nd, <laughs> and it's the least we can do. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right. I'm going to take credit uh, for that one. <laughs> Kendall brought something up we haven't really
1: had time to talk about tonight, and that's about going caching. So. Um but uh Jesse's planning, I wish I could go this year got a got a son who's getting married, which is wonderful. Uh, but um Jesse's going, and you're thinking about going, right?
2: Brian? I'm going I'm going. going I, I log plans yeah just, going uh, huh. It'll be the first <laughs> time going. I've heard so many incredible things um, yeah. and and I really can't wait. Uh, I see the question on the screen uh, at the moment, I don't think I'm a captain. And that's totally fine by me. I, you know, I'm happy to participate in any way. But being a first-timer, I'm, I'm just looking to experience the event. Uh, I know that there is a, uh, a, a, a captain at HQ who's going to be there, and cool. it should be a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah my, cool. my pirate side. You know, I went, to, I went to Pirate Mania in the U.K. many years ago, and the, the executive assistant at the time – um got me a pirate costume and it was like puffy oh, okay. shirt like Seinfeld style and it was <laughs> it was so much fun. I'm gonna have to do something. But as I said in my as I said in my will attend, my last name starts with R. So <laughs> right. this 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 event was made for me. I'm looking forward to it. That's
1: oh, awesome.
2: A ton, ton.
1: Uh yeah get your get your pirate get your pirate outfits ready, Josh Boggs. He's in South Carolina so he's uh he's ready to go
2: there. So Wait, Close. <laughs> South Carolina is probably closer, closer than Seattle to Rome, Georgia. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're driving, Josh, but we'll be flying across country and trying to get there early because, you know, we just saw the schedule come out. And it's I think Wednesday evening is the first event. So we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss any bit of it. Should should be another fun, fun party.
1: Yeah. A lot of people are excited about that. There was a question and this, this comes up and I'm sure you've had this come up.
0: Oh, every time uh, it comes up, right? Because we, we spurred many, on.
1: <laughs> many times, Brian, I know you get this all asked all the time about webcams. So what's kind of the latest thought about, because they're slowly disappearing. And I know you guys have talked about it and I know you kind of, I know you've kind of probably debated maybe a little bit about what do we do with them or um, well, we'd like to see it, but I know there's things that have to go from your perspective. So.
2: There has been, um, there has been some discussion at HQ around webcam caches uh, over the course of the last year. Um, I think that we would like to do something. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know that it's unanimous. It may be unanimous. You know, we, if it's something, if if we can do it in a way that's going to delight the community, then I think it's something we're going to do eventually. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I would say, We've been so busy with doing so many different things. I mean, honestly, it's with the Adventure Lab going out, with planning this 20th anniversary celebration, with doing the um, virtuals um, 2.0 museum mystery at the museum. Exactly. Like, uh, aside Mm -hmm. from doing like our normal everyday jobs, answering you know emails, creating FAQs, um, posting on social media, managing finances and legal stuff, and you know complying with GDPR and things like that. Oh, God, There's yeah. a we've been really busy. So I I think it's more we're gonna have to wait till things settle down just a little bit before we can contemplate doing something. But I love the idea. I, I really like webcam caches. I think they're a lot of fun. I'm actually one of the administrators on the webcams group in right. on the Waymarking website. So yeah. I see them all the time and I'm reviewing them improving them. I think we'll get there at some point. I just don't yeah. know.
1: you know, speaking of that, we we had a, we did a show on benchmarks, uh, it's a while back now. Shows go flying by, but we did a show on benchmarks, and we talked a little bit about waymarking marking because you know that's that's kind of uh, unique. And but um, AFK is asking about benchmarks. He's is that AFK? Is Jesse? Yeah, that's yeah. Jesse.
2: What's up, uh, Jesse? But, How are you?
1: Hey, Mr. Tuttle. Uh, so, is there a way to get Or there's there's this question, can we get them updated to work with an app of some kind or is there any discussion about grabbing the, because I know that they're out there, you can log them, you know, geocaching.com, but any
2: thoughts? I I Hmm. think that um, you know, can we? Yes, we can. Are we going to do it anytime soon? I don't, uh, if I'm being honest, I don't think that benchmarks are a huge priority for us. Even though they're cool, one of the things that that we use to determine priority is we look at we try and look at things that are going to have the biggest impact. Benchmarks is something where in the U.S. it has an impact, but globally it's it's sort of insignificant. And so, right. doing work to support functionality like that, mm-hmm. uh, when there are other things we can do that would benefit the the broader community, I think that that automatically like lowers it in the stack ranking. Um, yeah. It was something that, that
0: makes sense.
2: You know, I I think at some point we could maybe add it to the API and then let folks like Cashly work with it. And we yeah. may not do the work for in our app, but let GC Droid do it, or some of some yeah. some of the other um, apps and services can present it in in a way where you know if users want to access that, they can do it. Uh, but even again, to add it to the API is something that. Would have to be prioritized over something else that that we're already thinking about. And most right. of the teams right now have a, a pretty decent workload. Um, and there's, you know, we we basically rebuilt our product team for the most part in the last few months. We still have some openings, but the product team is looking at um, a ton of ideas um, and helping us think through them, stack rank them, um, yeah. and then and then actually decide to have product development resources applied to, to bring them to fruition in all of the ideas that they are currently contemplating. I think it's um, I think it's pretty unlikely that the benchmarks are on that list today.
1: Right. Right. But I like the idea you said is that um, just put it in there and let, let the, the various partners that you have, you have quite a few partners and you could kind of let them, you know, because we we talked about this before the show. We talked about it. You know, you, you mentioned it again before we came on the, came on the air, and that is, um, it's wonderful. It really for Jesse and I, it really is incredible to you know be willing to come on our show. But you know, you've mentioned before that you really see everybody is able to contribute to the game, and that you know uh, you've got some incredible partners out there the joshua johnson's of the world all the vloggers out there that are that make videos or write books like jesse i've written some books you know there's that um the fact it's, that it's it, the
2: it's, ecosystem it's yeah. like you know as i said before the show like this game belongs to the community this isn't this isn't our game this isn't your game it's everybody's game and it takes it, it takes everybody to make it what it is it takes the people that are hiding cool caches it takes the people that are coding sites like project gc or geocache.fi or mm-hmm. or people that are building apps like Cacheley and gc droid and you know doing the podcasts and doing the vlog you know the vloggers um the people writing the books about about geocaching, people doing movies about geocaching, people who are creating lab caches and virtual caches, and where I goes, and building apps that that play where I go because you know we haven't touched it in so many years. And so there's, yeah. this is the community supporting the community, and yeah. we couldn't do this alone. There's no way, you know, there's it wouldn't be the same thing if not for all of the efforts, the, the reviewers, the volunteer moderators, the translators, there's so many people that put so much time into making this work. And together we're co-creating this ecosystem and this ecosystem is what we all get. We all get to play. And it's, it's something really special. So we're, we consider ourselves really fortunate to be a part of it. I mean, the fact that I get to do this for a job, like, I don't take it for granted. I feel I feel truly blessed and to to have so many friends around the world who get to share in this and share it with me and I get to share it with them. It's we're all just really fortunate to to get to reap the rewards of everybody's effort to contribute to this game. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: But since you mentioned where mentioned where it goes, I wouldn't be <laughs> oh, me if I didn't ask.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I asked.
0: Yeah. Since that is one of the global things that no, just kidding. Uh, Is that something that it's kind of lower in the stack, but it hopefully not ever going away. But maybe some update at some point.
2: I would love to do something like that. You know, is it is it near the top of the priority list? It's not even near the top, if if Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. And um, you know, I I think and we talked about this before, but creating where I goes is hard. It's a very complex system um playing them is also hard and complex the the tools are are not as great as they could be to go focus on updating where i go and bringing it back to really what it should be Mm -hmm. is a tremendous amount of work and as much as i would say you know we're signed up and ready to to get after that i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon i think when it comes to multimedia location-based experiences I think what we're doing right now, as you can see, is we're focused on the Adventure Lab app because it's easier to build them. It's easier to play them. Um, that's today. But we have no plans at this point to turn off where I go. I think there's too much cool stuff and, and the community has really taken on the, the burden Hi. of support. In, and there's here we go out there and there's the, there's a few apps that are doing a good job and, People are still playing them and logging them and creating them, which is great. Um, Beyond that, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is for today.
1: Uh, Udac had a question for you, Brian, on uh, translators. Are they professional or certified translators? How do you, is there a process, I guess? uh, Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. a process.
2: So it, um, it depends on the content. The, the answer is, you know, are they professional or certified translators? Uh, some of them are. So the way that it works is we have two types of translations. We have translations that when we do something like, uh, talk about mystery at the museum, Mm -hmm. when we talk about, um, things like what's going on in the community, community stories, our blog, our newsletter, uh, certain aspects of the website that are translated into French and German. If it's a lot of like community-based content, those are community translators. So those are people all around the world who have volunteered to work with our teams. And we we have a system where we send them strings of text and they translate them and then we import them back. And it goes into, goes into the geocaching app. It goes on the website, things like that. Cool. Very cool. There is certain text for which we don't use community translators. We pay to have it translated, um, Mm -hmm. specifically, you know, legal documentation, the terms of use, the privacy policy, stuff like that. Uh, those are translated into, uh, you know English, German, and French right now, because uh, those are some of the most popular languages. Right, those right. are things where because it's a legal document, we do paid translations, and then we run it by outside counsel in those companies in, in those countries to make right. sure that it meets with the legal requirements of those countries. Sure. The second, the second type is if there is content that is related to us selling something. So right. you know. Uh, the payment page for premium memberships, Um, things like Mm -hmm. that. We don't feel that it's appropriate for volunteers to be doing stuff that is going to help us sell product. It doesn't feel right. You know, they're volunteering to do something so that, you know, their country people their you know, their friends and their family can participate in the game. They shouldn't Mm -hmm. be translating like, Hey, here's the benefits of paying for, you know, paying for a premium membership, subscribe. So right. those, those, we use paid services and we're really just trying to find the right balance there um, mm-hmm. between what, what feels appropriate, what, and what doesn't feel appropriate.
0: Right. Very good. Very good.
2: So there you, uh, there you go. You There's there's perfect. your answer.
1: You're perfect. Thanks you Dak.
0: And I think you touched on something pretty good there too. It, how many companies have this many volunteers that are willing to help out for no fee regularly yeah. and help out a game like this, like the reviewers and the translators and, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know of a lot of other companies that would have people just, yeah, doing all this irregular commitment and they get, you know, and people aren't always nice to reviewers. So they're really putting themselves out there too.
2: And and they should be. They should be really nice because, you know, this is 400 or so people around the world who are, you know, we talked about the ecosystem earlier. They are giving their free time to make sure that people can go out and play. That's not even including the people that are hiding caches, you know, right. or answering questions in the forums or things like that. You know, you've got volunteer moderators, you've got volunteer cache reviewers, you've got volunteer translators. Those are really the three big types. And these are people who are, you know, willing to, to give their time for the benefit of this community and, you know, Thank you, reviewers. Be nice to them. Mm. Uh, you know, treat them with care. They're doing it because they care about the game and they want to share it with. You know, they they want to share it with other people. I think like like us, like you guys, they realize the power of this game to impact people around the world in a positive way. And because they do, they are willing to put in their time. To to contribute, and that um, you know the it, it's also priceless. You know, at the end of the day, as, as I said earlier, mm-hmm. like we can't do this alone. We're we're right. one little company in Seattle that's that's trying to to contribute, and you know, and and it's we're making a living. You know, this is our job, also. But right. we can't, we could not possibly do this alone. This this right. takes it. It takes a village. It takes a community. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, thank you, reviewers. I mean, in this case, You're it takes me. a global community. Right. Thank right. you, reviewers. Seriously, thank them. Absolutely. And Love they, your reviewers. They've yeah. done a,
0: I, am, I am very yeah, grateful. And, and, for and, there, him, and there, I would never a, do it myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, cool I have not met all of them, um, but I've had I have had plenty of opportunities to meet so many of them around the world, and they're all just really good people you know anybody who's willing to give their their time and effort to a game like this you know you got to be special to begin with but uh, it's it's a real treat to get to meet them and and in my role you know when we go to mega events we normally do a reviewer dinner we get to sit down and like you know hang out with them and talk to them and hear like what kind of issues are they dealing with or what's good you know what kind of stories are they hearing about the the positive impacts that the game has created and it's uh it's it's been really fun to know so many of them. You know, some of my some of my really close friends around the world are reviewers because right. we, we get to interact a little more than I do with with other cashers, right. for sure. example.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, we're starting to get toward the end of the show, um,
1: I, but people are this comes up this come up a lot. I don't think Brian knows yet all the different ones he's going to. I mean, that's kind of hard. It's a year away, but
2: he, I I'm considering a lot of them there right. there are you know the truth is i if, if i didn't have work to do day to day i would go uh, you all know of them. I, th- I think like everybody we would just want to go to all of them. Uh, my my wife would kill me um, so so that's not an option that's not but good I, nope. I think next year given that it's the 20th you know i know as a fact of course i'm going to be at our 20th celebration yeah, i'm going go right to go to the to the going ape event the next day and then i'm definitely right. going to make it up to canada for geo woodstock yep. Um, yeah. there are some events that I'm looking at in, uh, you know, pretty much throughout the year. There's I've spoken to some organizers who are planning some cool things. There's the Mingo event that we mentioned at the top of the show. looks, looks to be fun. There's yep. an event in, in Prague that's taking place. There's an event yep. that's coming up in New Zealand. That's, you know, I've been to New Zealand once before and it's just such an incredible country. Um, there's some places that I've never been that if I have the opportunity to go, and there's a there's a cool event there. Then, then I'm going to see about doing that. But realistically, aside from the three that I already mentioned that I'm definitely going to, yep. if I could if if I could possibly go to two more, I think that that would be amazing. If I could, yeah, the jump on the company geo jet. Yeah. <laughs> Love some of the comments people. said. that be something? You know, we we for, for what it's worth, we all fly coach. Um, and, <laughs> That's and right. that, that is just fine. That's because, true. That's very true. Yeah. Because the, the, the money that we get from premium memberships should be used on doing something more than sitting in a nice, nicer seat for nine hours. No, you know, right. it's a uh, no geo jet, but, but the truth is like, it's, it's the same flight, you know, whether you're sitting in first class or in coach class, it's the same nine and a half hours. And, and to be able to travel particularly overseas and throughout the United States has been a dream come true. And I would love to do more of it. Personally, it's really just about balancing priorities. I do have a, a, a job that kind of keeps me busy and I've got a family that I, I actually right. love spending time with. And so if I can bring them to an event or two, that'd be cool. But realistically, I don't know how many I get to get to yeah. see in 2020, but the more the merrier, whatever I can make happen, I'm going to make happen.
1: We well, you know it's something that you you touched on, and and from our perspective as being you know uh, part of the geocaching uh, community, and I've heard this mentioned a couple times, and you mentioned it also as well. But we feel like, at least I think the people I've talked to, and Jesse, you can chime in on this, but uh, we feel like that you guys have done a great job, HQ has done a good job of. Managing, like you said, it, it, you're being fiscally conservative with the money that sort of we've entrusted you with from our premium memberships and everything. You put out great quality uh, items to purchase. I mean, I think we've all felt like that. Everybody I've ever talked to has said that they felt like you guys are doing a great job and, uh, you know, hope that, you know, the finances are going well. And, you know, we always. Cause our, it's kind of like you said, it's kind of our game too. It's like we need you guys to do well because you know <laughs> we need y'all to be financially uh, on you know uh, healthy so that the rest of us can enjoy what we're doing.
2: Yeah, it, it's interesting because you know there's there's companies out there, and we've said before like we can't bet the farm on some new idea. We have to be conservative because. Right you know, we have a duty to the community to make sure that this game is around for many, many years to come and we don't take it lightly. It's a, it's, it's a, it's an important aspect of what it is that we do. So we're going to continue to be fiscally conservative and we're going to continue to, you know, I I was talking with somebody just the other day and they were saying, actually I was, uh, I was going to the Mariners game with Mm -hmm. uh, a buddy who is a former uh, lackey and Mm -hmm. I was meeting him downtown in Seattle and I took an Uber down there because the buses were gonna be a while. Yeah. And this this guy was from Egypt, and he was a he was driving from for Uber. He used to, you know, be an engineer at some other company. And he right. was telling me all about the the famous Egyptian soccer player who's one of the best in the world and plays for Liverpool, who just won the, you know, the championship. It was really cool. And he asked me what I do. I told him about you geocaching caching, invariably we got to the question of how do you make money. And I said, well, you know, we have a premium membership program. Program, it's thirty dollars a year. And he yeah. said, you know, how long has it been thirty dollars a year? And I said, well, <laughs> since we since we started. And he said, as oh, yes, I remember it, Gee, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was that was the original price. And and he oh, said, wow. well, well, you know, why don't you raise the price? Can't you make more money? And I and you know. I know people who have said to me like I would pay much more for this $30 you know right. you know how why don't you raise the price? and and what I have said repeatedly is the the people that play the premium members if they continue to feel like $30 a year is a is a fair deal right. you know that that it that that we're giving back as much value as $30 a year well then we don't need to charge them more we just we just need to say hey please tell your friends tell tell the other players say like look this this seems fair this is not a company that's trying to gouge us or take advantage of us and if we can get more people who are willing to do that well then that gives us more financial resources that we could apply to more staff better benefits for the staff so that we can take better care of our employees so that we can retain them longer um, a, a better marketing budget, so that maybe we can do more robust promotions. Um, mm-hmm. Just just gives us more flexibility. And so, so far, we, you know, I, me, and and <clears throat> Jeremy and Elias and and the entire team of lackeys, I think, has yeah. done a really good job of understanding why that's so important. And you. <clears throat> you know, we we talk about um, having a bootstrap mentality. You know, we're not a company that, that's gone out and take VC funding or private equity. We're not doing an IPO or anything like that. We're, we're trying to run a business that supports the community through community support. And that's, you know, we have in our, in our internal vision statement, we basically say um, we don't own the game of geocaching. We have to earn the right to be the global mm-hmm. headquarters for geocaching through generous service to the community. And that's something that feels right, and you know we can come to work feeling good about what it is that we're trying to do. And if we can make it fair, if we can be a company that that ideally we're giving more than thirty dollars worth of value to everybody who's a premium member, well then we can rest easy at night and feel like we're we're doing a good thing as a company. So it's it's a real treat. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I like nice. This idea. I, yeah, give my son a premium membership. That's, yeah. that's really lovely. And and I hope he loves it. I hope he's uh I hope he gets the most out of it and really enjoys it. Yeah.
0: That is great. Um, it's funny, it's such a it's such a cheap membership. We had a question a few I don't know, a couple months back, somebody's asked Gary and I both, is that one of those things you get if you're only premium? And neither one of us had any clue. We've had it for so long it's been such an automatic, problem. we don't even know what it's like to not. I don't yeah. even question that when it comes up. It's automatically just renews every oh, yeah, premium. It's not one of those I don't even remember what it was like to not I don't know what features aren't included because I've had premium for so long and everybody I everybody I've converted just becomes premium after like the first week. They're like, Well, I'll just pay for this. This is I'll do this. I mean that's thirty bucks. That's like four Starbucks.
2: Exactly, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's a you know, and and not for everybody. I mean, different countries have have different economic climates and things like that. And so, thirty dollars for us in the here here in the U.S. isn't necessarily the same thing as the folks in the Czech Republic. Um, mm-hmm. But but we try and keep it fair, and we try and provide the right amount of value. And you know, the the we we also want to make it something that look if you can't. If you can't play it, if you can't pay thirty dollars a year, well, you can use the website. You know, the all everything's unlocked on there except the PMO caches. Um, mm-hmm. You can use some of these other apps like like Cashly and GC Droid and some of the other yeah. ones, and and right. you can still play. And it should be that way because again, this game belongs to to the community.
1: Yeah. Somebody asked about uh, Owen from KC asked about maybe making different tiers of membership, maybe to give people who yeah. want to give more. I don't know. That's an idea that that way.
2: People so I, have can't an, complain. I have an answer. Okay, go ahead. I have an answer for Owen. And, and so cool. what I would say is if you're willing to pay us $30 a year for a premium membership, then everything that we make, we are going to give to you. So I don't want to have another tier of membership. That's more mm-hmm. where we have to say to somebody, Hey, thanks for being a premium member. Oh, we made this new thing, but you're going to have to pay more for it. I, I would much rather say, Hey, everything we make, you get it. Mm-hmm. It feels like the right thing to do, and it's worked for us so far. You know, hey, we're almost at twenty years. It's it's worked well enough that yeah, we're yep. doing just fine. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it it feels like a fair balance. So yep. I don't think there's any plans to make other tiers. Again, if you're a premium membership, every if you're a premium member, everything that we build and everything we do is going to be for you and available to you. Um, as a basic member, it's, hey, we're going to try and give you as good of an experience as possible. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be a premium member if you don't want to, or, or if you can't afford it, but we want to make it worth your while if you choose to do it.
0: Yep. I think what Josh, that comment, Josh, we still got it up on the screen. That's perfect. If you want to get back even more, mm-hmm. get somebody else in and just buy them a premium membership for a year. It's 30 right. bucks. You'll, you'll have another person to go that can do all the things that you can do now. So it's great.
2: Bring a friend. That's
0: right. It's true. That's right. Bring a friend.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. That's great. We're, we're, we are going to wrap up for the night. Um, I guess uh, let's let's do go around the room and we'll do some final thoughts on uh, whichever topic you want to grab, either Mystery Museum or 20th or whatever. So. There's so
0: many things. That I, there's so many we talked about, about <laughs> right. I know.
1: I know, so that's why I'm saying. You can't really talk about all of them. Pick, pick one, I guess, and give a final thought. So give
0: Brian about thirty seconds to think through his answer here. Yeah, so I'll
1: go first, then Jesse, then then uh, Brian, just to make it easier for you guys. But because I I I um, have a couple final thoughts, and one is that uh, Brian is so great to have you on. Um, you know, um, our little show has grown. Over the last three years, we just passed our 30th anniversary. And yeah, thank you, sir. Congratulations, and uh, really. it means a lot to us. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I talk to people, you know, and I talk to uh, people at work, and, and they're like, well, you know, what's going on? And well, I'll tell you what, I'm having the president of geocaching on my <laughs> show on Sunday, our, our show. And um, they're like, wow. He- really it's like yeah he's he's willing you know and i I
2: think that why not why not i know
1: i know but but so many people are like well i don't have time
2: for those people um Uh, i'm i'm sure that that's the case for a lot of people we we don't we don't take ourselves too seriously at at Mm -hmm. hq and look i'm i'm another i am another member of this community and you know like like the reviewers who are giving their time like here on a, on a Sunday night, whatever, like when we're done, I'm going to go out to dinner with my wife and she's been waiting patiently and looking forward to it. But the, you know, for, for me to be able to participate, look, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys. I love these conversations and and to hear what people have to say and people's perspective on what it is that we're doing or the questions that they have. Like, Again, if I can do anything to make this a better experience for for you guys and your audience out there and the mm-hmm. the people that your audience is going to get to talk to going forward, well then what a treat it is for me to be a part of it. Like I, you know, I'm I'm happy to come on board. And I think as we get as we get closer to the the 2020 event and and things mm-hmm. like that, I'm happy to come back on again yeah, and, and talk about some that. more stuff. And and even as we make some progress with Adventure Labs and you know, mm-hmm. for, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think about mystery at the museum when it's all. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. So we can do it again.
1: That's awesome. So, uh Jesse, you're, give me a
0: shot at that. Thanks. Yeah, happy I'll, I'll be brief yeah. because I want to keep Brian out of the doghouse. He's got to take the family out to dinner. Right. I understand how that is. I get those those eyes sometimes, too, looking like, hey, hey guys. <laughs> hey, wrap um, it up. That's yeah. It. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. People yeah. are very happy in the chat room that you that you answered the questions yeah. and and. That you gave out, you know, information, and you spent the time to come on the show and, and kind of chat with us on on this Sunday evening or whatever. Um, and everybody is really excited about this twenty year anniversary coming up. It's it's hard to imagine this this game's been going on for twenty years, and it's such a huge part. And we talked about this before the show, but it's such a huge part yeah, of people's lives.
2: We and yeah, uh, we just
0: thank you for you know <laughs> being part of the company that allows this community to to be out here.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, wrap us we up, my Ryan. Dog. I
1: know. Right. Hey. Well, listen.
2: Thanks, thanks to everybody who <laughs> tuned in to to participate in this in this. Uh, it's it's been a real treat. Um, I hope to see you all at the 2020 celebration, and if not sooner, somewhere at an event or somewhere on the trail, uh, come up and say hi. I come visit. A time. Uh, it's really a treat. It's an honor for all of us to to be part of this community and. And thanks for all you guys do to, to contribute. Um, and we will uh, we'll see you out there hopefully sometime soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, again, thanks, everybody, for, for being there tonight. Thank you in the chat room. We, we tried hopefully this new format uh, has worked well. Uh, hopefully. If you have any comments on that, talk at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. and. Click on the subscribe button Let's see if I can get it right. Can I get it right, Jesse? It's this corner, this that corner right there. Uh, wherever the subscribe button is, click on that if you would for us. And uh, ring the bell notification, and that will remind you about the show each week. And, uh, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian, for being on. And uh, until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Need to go to plan your 2020. I know there's still a lot to go, but plan your 2020s, uh, your twenty twenty events, and go geocaching. Good night, everybody.
2: Yeah, get out there and play, everybody. Have a good time. Good. Cheers. Good it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much, guys.